So it's been quite a tricky morning because it's Candy's Carty Williams and Ray Black coming over. But Ray is ill and we only found out like an hour ago. So we were like, oh, uh, do we cancel? But they thought, no. We're just gonna have candies around. Yeah, I do actually have quite a lot I want to talk to her about. So do you know I'm what? Like, I right, have let's a go. lot I want to talk to yeah. about. And I've made this beautiful golden milk. This is the perfect thing to have after like on a stressful morning. Look at that colour. And this is just oat milk, turmeric. Mum and Deli have put some chamomile flowers in it. Yeah, because we just got back some a bit, A little bit of star anise and a cinnamon stick. Golden milk is so easy and it's so soothing and beautiful. It's, it's like the drink the of life. It's like the drink of life. She's so today, Makita. Do you know what I'm actually making today? Yeah, well, I know it's fried fish. Woo! Yeah, we're making a little bit of fried fish. And we're making chop-up. You love Antiguan chop-up. Yeah. Which is kind of okra and spinach and black-eyed peas. It's like a real classic Antiguan breakfasty, brunchy dish. And I've made planting and coconut fungi. Oh, my God. And fish gravy. Oh, my God. So don't even chat to me, bro, yeah? <laughs> That's how I feel today. So I'm actually really happy that we're having kind of breakfasty brunch today it's and what? that we're having golden milk. It's the first time we've had a like the brunch. Yeah. So I've made like um a kind of Antiguan brunch, really. Lucky me. So we've got planted and coconut fungi. Wow. We've got um, fried fish, you know, straight up fried fish. And then this is what we call chop up in Antigua. Uh, so it's black eyed peas, okra, two different kinds of spinach, a little bit of ginger and, you know, things. And then I've made like a little bit of fish gravy. Delicious. Because all food must have gravy. Absolutely. Yeah, we're quite a gravy. So Are you a gravy person? I'm a, like, I'm like a wet up the food person. Wet right? up the food. Yeah, I don't trust dry food. Right? There's something... That's very much me. So... Candice, how is life right now? It's I know it's good. busy, busy. It's, I got back from LA. I did. I I got back last week and I pretended I was still there. Really? Yeah. So I sort of. Oh. Because you should. Because it means. Because when you're there, everyone's like, "When are you home?" Right. And you're like, "Ah." Oh. So I was just like, "I'm still out there." <laughs> And oh, then so, someone, someone's going to do the maths and be like, how is she on the plane? But now she's with Makita and Andy. But we really figure it out. out for you. I'm sorry. That's no, a really fine. good idea. Exactly. So you can use I'm that. I'm still away. I just needed to get away. Nice. And I was like, somewhere that I can be with a big enough time difference that I can be like, I can't be on the Zoom. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. God, you really thought you really thought Do not disturb kind of break. Yeah. I really have thought this through. I got you. quite an impressive I know, but I'm giving away my trade secret. Yeah. But it's been, I mean, I suppose it's been... Here, let me give you some fungi. Thank you. Yeah, like, come, Thank you very much. In general, it's been an insane four years for you. But also, now that kind of all the TV work is alongside everything. Like I was um, obviously expanding. Queenie, yeah, expanding and evolving and growing. I'm quite excited that you're 
in our world now. I mean, not that TV drama is our world, but just the no. world of Also, yeah, help yourself. Thank you. The world of t- Yeah. How are you finding TV in general? The world TV of it. TV is a very interesting place to be. <laughs> it's a good word for it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? Like, it's just a pace that I have never been used to. Mm. And it feels like with books. With books, it was me and, like, my editor right. for, for, like, three years. It was me and this one person. And I would be like... And is that with Queenie? With Queenie. Mm. And then with People Person. It was just kind of like me and this one person. And then you have an American editor. But, like, they're kind of with it because they bought the book because they liked it. So it's just you and, like, maximum two, three people. Yes. And then it's really nice and you kind of do what you need to do. And then with TV, it's, like, immediately ten people. Right. Yeah. And, and you have, like, that's, like, the production team. And then, obviously, you have, like, networks who are like, okay, we want this or we don't want this. And you're like... Oh, okay. Oh. Why, right. why you can request you to me about it? <laughs> <laughs> because with books, like your editor's kind of like, here's the steer, yeah, and this is right. what you need to do. And then you might get someone who'll come in and be like, you've said it's Thursday, it's clearly a Tuesday. And you're like, all right, cool, I'll change that. But with TV, someone is like, uh, we don't like this one word. I think you need to find like, seven different words. Right. And you're like, oh, okay. And so like every single like line of, of script is torn to shreds so that's oh. quite a big God. adaptation for you as yeah. a as a creative person because yes. it, that's it's basically having more interference with your process yes <laughs> exactly i'm which i like teamwork like, yeah I let's like, wet up i like working this the let's time wet up. i like working with people so that's really really nice yeah but that's i think me. when it's uh I think TV is quite, just generally quite an anxious field. There is an anxiety yeah. in TV, I think, because things move quickly, people's jobs change quickly and people lose things quickly. So I think people are very worried all the time that they're yeah. going to be displaced or replaced <laughs> yeah. or something's yeah. not going to work out for them. So there's yeah. all these other agendas playing in to a for lot of sure. things, I think. And you just kind of have to be, I've had to, I've learned to be quite patient with it and understanding yeah, right. of that rather than be like, what do you want from me? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Why so are you that's, calling that's, me <laughs> yeah, again? <laughs> but isn't that but isn't that interesting? That change in um in approach, like because as you know, the big thing we learn in life is like how you react to things is all you can yeah. control. And I get like I get very like oh gotcha, short, and then I'm like okay, well I'm going to ruin my week. Yeah. And now I'm like I'm curious as to what for I sure. wonder what this email's about, for rather sure, than like sure. another email. So. I've really noticed that with being better in my mm. work and loving my work more is about like, how do I want to be in this today? Mm-hmm. And how you talk to yourself about it's really important, mm. isn't mm-hmm. it? Like, so we replaced, we, cause we, <laughs> yeah, that's why I just that's said, why she says, I'm, cu- I'm curious, I'm curious about this instead <laughs> yeah. of you're really getting on my nerves. <laughs> we have a word, it's like, no, I'm very curious as to, um, yeah, instead what of, you really mean, because it's ch- just saying that instead of the irritation word or the, or worried. Kind of, or worried. Mm. I'm really worried. I'm really worried. If you keep saying that, then you end up in a constant state of anxiety. Yes, I am quite interested because I like learning. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is delicious. Is by it? The way. I've learned so much in TV yeah. from like my first project till now. Mm. I've taken so much from the first to the second mm. because that's what you do. So I'm trying to, you know, you lean in. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. that's a very TV chat there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice, isn't it? I've not, I should, become, actually, I've not become one of them. I think this year you'll find out the people are leaning back. <laughs> <laughs> Last year they were leaning in, this year they're leaning yes, back. They are. Out. Wow. <laughs> Away I, from the table. I read that you, it was when you were expelled that you, um, your stepdad said, we'll go to the library then, and you went every day. And oh my God, suddenly... I was excluded. Excluded. Wait, which, please, please which one's worse? Please my name. It's <laughs> worse to be expelled. Because when you're expelled, you're gone from That's the school. That's it. 
I was excluded. What is this? such a horrible word for a pig. Excluded. Again, for something I didn't do. I I just always want to clear my name on that. (laughs) Um, So yes, I spent all my time in the library. And actually, it was such a safe space for me. Yeah. You know what? When I was, because I grew up in Barry St. Edmunds in Suffolk. What is that? Fungi face? (laughs) <laughs> it's a face of everything I everything on the everything floor. on the oh floor. yeah right. <laughs> you know you just, you just I was doing it secretly I was like I'm just trying to uh... so important to get that at least a few times in a, a meal a little bit of the fish a little bit of the chop mm-hmm. up a little bit of the crown mm-hmm. a little bit of the fungi mm-hmm. yes that's a party oh, right there it's a good brunch, right? Oh, my God. And I'm the really golden good. milk. I'm proud of us today, guys. I'm f- yeah, no, seriously. We <laughs> pulled really this together fast. It. You really smashed it. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, and, and when I would occasionally bunk off school, I would go and sit in the library because yeah. it just felt like uh, there was something velvety about the mm. way that it was quiet mm. because there was a lot of noise at school. You know, there was a lot of racist stuff going on and mm. it was Suffolk, it was the 70s, it was grim mm. situation so I just I think I just used to want to sh- just yeah. shut up <laughs> do you know what I mean and mm. the library was such a and then I could of course lose myself in other I stories I think also libraries attract that kind of person so I feel like you're always around like a good energy in the library I've never met a bad energy person it's not full of like dickheads is it do you know what I mean <laughs> really like, they from go. like staff to like someone who's like a volunteer it's just nice mm. I think I wanted to be a librarian when I was growing up what did you do you know what I mean that was the plan I would have had a nice life I keep thinking like what would my life have been like if I hadn't yeah. done any of this stuff and I think it would be really nice oh, don't. <laughs> don't. What's your? It's, it's it's called something though. It's Grass called greener. No, it's called now. It's got a sort of slightly more modern term about sort oh, of yeah. like the the other life or taking mm. a look at it and and how it can be quite useful to sort of live in it. Did you plan things? Can no? How did you start I never writing? Anything. I started writing because I worked in publishing. Had a really nice time there. Worked at HarperCollins. And is this like mid noughties I was twenty five. That was. Nine years ago. Mm. What was publishing world like when you were 25? It's like 2012. That was a great time. (laughs) Really? It was a lovely time. I spent all my time drunk um, (laughs) and like running around with my friend Lettuce. Like we just had the best time. And we were both at juniors. I was a marketing assistant. She was an editorial assistant. So we had no responsibility. And so we just like, but we'd we'd work really hard, but we'd also play really hard. And do you think you've seen it change in other ways? Because mum's only just written her first book in her late 50s Congrats. and so we and publishing world was something we didn't know anything about really we were no, very it's, new it's to interesting it. you talking about it because for me the, the shift into and starting to work in publishing world i can't couldn't believe how slow everything moves mm-hmm. i was like they'd be like okay so um in july i'd be like <laughs> july it's october which went next july there I was, was so like, much like low-key planning yeah and i that think th- that was really quite a difficult shift for me I had the opposite to you because mm. I was like I'm a very like okay let's get this done boom ba-da, ba, boom ba-da, ba. do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. and then I was like um okay so I'll <laughs> well, see you in a little bit a lot of patience yeah. it, it takes to be yeah, in this yeah, world yeah for sure yeah. for mm. sure but it's nice like it's very gentle and as I said people are just very kind and they're just like I buy a book because I love it and not because like, it's going to make like a million pounds. Do you know mm. what I mean? So like, the imperative is not financial. Yeah. A lot of editors work on things because they like to. Oh, you see, that is, see, that is it's possibly quite unique. It is. Because no other creative industry, the industry around every other creative endeavour is about 
the cash, dollar bill, money yeah. now. Like, you know, music, forget about it. You know, you've got one album out, you haven't had a hit, I'll <laughs> no, see you right. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You no, know, but the thing is, I was thinking that's interesting because Queenie was such a massive success so quickly and suddenly it was so everywhere. And for someone who doesn't make plans, how do you deal with huge I just success? don't think I did. I didn't deal with it. Um, luckily, I had, like, support. My editor is incredible. My editor's called Katie, my UK editor. And like even yesterday I was messaging her and I was like, just want to say thank you for always believing in me. And she was like, I will love you till the end. Aww. And I will love her till the end. Cause she's always been there and she's always understood that I'm quite sensitive, very sensitive and I'm really affected by things. And she's always known how to deal with that. And she knew that I was just overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed the entire time. Mm. Hated my book launch. Like, you know, loved it cause it was like all my people and all of my like family and friends. But at the time I was like being perceived was really, really tough, like really, really difficult. Um, and so I just had to roll with it and just understand that like suddenly there was this exposure, but not just exposure to people, but also people like coming up to me and being like, why did you do that in the book? Why didn't you do wow. something else? Or like someone on the tube being like, why doesn't Queenie do this? Like, why is she so annoying? You, you just have to be like, okay, like <laughs> good reads, like, like literally yeah. in real life, like all the time. Right? That's quite interesting, isn't it? Because... I think what happens when people love something you do yeah. is that they feel ownership. Absolutely. They feel a certain amount of ownership because they commit to it. Invest in it. Yeah, yeah. invest in I it. Think that's they the word I'm searching for. So much. Yes. Mm. Like and that's so really, much. And that's fine. It's really, really, but I have such a thick skin. Weirdly, terrible family life. So I've heard every single thing come at me from like people that are meant to love me so when mm. a stranger is like this is irritating I'm like okay fine uh, I, I, I'll see, take it on right do you know what I mean because when I read people person I loved all the dialogue between the siblings there's five siblings but in your life you have nine siblings yes and like others I was fascinated because they're not nice to each other no. but they talk to each other like they're family yeah. and I was like I've always loved your writing especially when the dialogue and the way people talk about things together but did you have to steer away from writing about your actual siblings when you were writing about siblings in people person? Yes, but it's easy because I don't know them. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, I kind of, I know the essence of them and they're all kind of, you know, they're individuals. We don't really have a relationship. I have a relationship with my eldest sister mm -hmm. on my dad's side. Um, and she's a person who is like, weirdly the closest thing I have to a parent. Wow. And so like when anything goes wrong, she's the person that I call up. What does family mean to you then? Because we have a very broad idea of family mm. and, you know, the people that we think about as family and it changes and expands and grows all the time. And um, I guess there's, there's people in who are very, very close who have always sort of been there, but it does keep moving and shifting. Yeah, that's the best part about it, I think. I think family to me has never been anything nuclear. So my mum's single mum, she raised me and then my sister is nine years younger than me. And she's always shown me that like, it's something that's difficult, but it's also like, that's how life is though. That's okay. So I've never in my home life seen I guess like the idea of like two parents and being like, okay, that's the thing, that's the goal, that's the aspiration. And actually really because of that, I've never in my life ever, if I thought about having kids, it was always by myself. I'd right. never thought about having a partner ever, weirdly. And I like, even if I try and access it, I'm like, I don't know, it just doesn't feel like something that I want to do. And for you, you live in South London, um, Streatham. Streatham. Yes. Always? Yeah. Uh, I started in Streatham with like my family and then I've moved to like Ooh. everywhere in, but it's always been in South London, obviously. See, I'm falling in love with South London at the good. moment. So, so good. I'm, I'm having an emotional love affair with okay, South. I love that. 
And I'm um, actively going to be there a lot over the next few weeks. She wants to know if there are fit men. No, Mama! <laughs> yes, she's it's not about that. Yes. It's not just about that. It's not just about that. Although she's I can't like, look at the men of East London anymore. But mm. it's not just about that. I think I like I the think, parks I think as well. Good looking men kind of come to visit South London. <laughs> But I don't think they stay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So They're just visiting. It, yeah. So if that's what you want, I don't think South is the place for you. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. So talk to us a little bit about Champion, because I've been watching Champion avidly. Have I'm you? on episode seven. I'm in. Wow. I'm quite TV. Great question. I'm Thank fairly you. heavily involved. Amazing. You have I'm, one left. So I'm team Peter, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I'm team Peter, obviously. Team Peter. How much of that were you involved with, the casting and all that? Because so, it's brilliantly cast. The writing's obviously excellent. Congratulations. Thank you. But the casting is really good and the direction is excellent as well. Uh, so all of it, I'm involved in right. everything. So when you're like the showrunner, yeah. you are just, like even like curtains, you're like, that's the right curtain for oh. this. I don't really like, that's not really working. Like coasters, the tiny fridge magnets. Like, do you know that. what, as you're saying, so I'm that thinking, as you're saying yes. that, that gives me a thrill. That's so so you're like Ava Doobie Doobie. Yeah. Or like know, Shonda. Shonda, that's what I mean. Oh Shonda. my God, Shonda. Candice, you're Shonda. 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 It's the Shonda in a role. In a way. Shonda And right. so, yeah, you have to, like, every, you are, your eyes are on every single thing all the time. So that's like exhausting, that. but God also time. great if you are quite controlling. Because yeah, 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 yeah. those details matter. Yeah, exactly, because if the curtain wasn't right, I wouldn't believe it was his flat. Do you know what I mean? It. It's like... Detail. And you'd be For sitting sure. there thinking, why 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 has that man got big iron yeah. pots when he clearly yeah. has never cooked a yeah. thing in his life? Or yeah. whatever. There was that, was... I think we had that even Queenie. I was like, those pots aren't right, they're too expensive for her. And mm-hmm. so runs in and then they just like take the pots away, they replace it with like a cheaper pot, and you're like, okay, good. <laughs> Basically, my job is to just stare at the frame and be like, wow. what doesn't make sense has to go. Um I irritate a lot of people on my job, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. that is but, but that's fine. Brilliant. It is. And the idea of that is like, I I also want her to Oh, yeah, that's a I didn't know that I mean, the showrunner yeah. had that much sort yeah, of over. I didn't know that's what it was called, actually. Showrunner. Mm. showrunner. Um, so, yeah, you are on set pretty much every day. Running um, the show. And you are basically, yeah, you're in charge of that. And also just making sure everyone is okay mm-hmm. and looking after people. So everyone kind of falls under the umbrella of care in that way. And, and that a really a, yeah. good person in that role is also really taking care of you because some people just take care of what's on the screen and they don't think about the rest of it. So actually, yeah. I guess yeah, if you're doing it right, you have to think. to me. Yeah, I agree. Because also like, I care a lot about people. Yeah. Um, and I can't imagine someone leaving a set and being miserable or being sad or feeling like they haven't done a good job because mm. I, 
I don't think that anyone turns up to work to do shit. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think everyone turns up to their best. And if their best hasn't worked or they're not feeling great, it's like, let's talk about that. So I spend a lot of time talking to people and being like, what can we do? What can we change? How do you feel? Um, Which is a hard part of the job because you're absorbing lots of emotions every day. Mm -hmm. But it's also necessary because you don't want anyone to just... I I hate people feeling like they aren't good or like yeah. you know what I mean like oh, that's they're really not reaching their potential and, they're, yeah, and, that's, and, and they don't like, yeah, need to grow exactly it's like how can I help you to do that um, so I like to be really chatty and approachable when I'm on a set because I think that's important I don't really believe in like hierarchy and all that shit because it's like Mm-mm. no we're well, all I don't here think to do you get job. best results either. In the end, all of that to me shows up in the end job, in the end product, like in the kitchen. screen, like in the kitchen, like you know, on food. We have a thing about bad vibe food. I don't. When we have a kitchen, I have there's no shouting, there's no mm-hmm. cussing people, there's no mm-hmm. no throwing. Mm-hmm. That's, it's like we're making food for people. Nobody wants sure. that energy in yeah. their food, and you can you know you go to some restaurants, you, can you think this looks really nice, but I don't want to eat it. Yeah, because it's bad vibe. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because <laughs> it's bad vibe food. And I think the same thing happens with stuff on screen. You can almost feel that kind of tension, can't you? Mm-hmm. You know, so to, to me, it's like, it's bad business as well as bad, bad humaning. <laughs> it's, it's also bad business. Oh, you, yeah, what well, if we learned to um, do good? So, you know, the Naya Bingi drummers, the Rasta ceremonial mm-hmm. drummers, Rastafarian ceremonial drummers, they have that, but they have a particular rhythm. Mm-hmm. And in the rhythm, what they're chanting is do good, mm-hmm. do good. And we were so moved by it when we found that out. I'd never heard that before. That's I didn't amazing. know it. Isn't that beautiful? Do you know what? It was such an extraordinary experience for us to be able to learn about our ancestry. Do you know much about yours? Uh, my sister is a genealogist, my oh, big sister. Wow. So she's told me like a lot of stuff, which is really helpful. So that is my dad's side, though. My mum's side is a lot murkier. My granddad... Is, is that the, the, is your mother... The Indian, Indian. They're half Indian. My yeah. granddad is Indian, but was raised in Jamaica. Right. And when I did my genealogy stuff the other day just to find out like what the breakdown was I'm like 13% Italian which is really funny 13 which is like quite high so I went straight to my granddad and I was like what's this about this is you (laughs) and he was like I don't want to talk about it what and I was like huh like what do you mean and he was like I leave I just I don't I don't trouble things and I was like but who so he knew already I have no idea and I won't know. He won't tell me. He won't talk about that. Oh my God! No, we must know more. Like, know. There's how do Italian. I? Who do you think you are? Come on. Call yeah, me let's go. Let's I mean? go. You know, we, we need some BBC me. researchers on this. You know what I mean? <laughs> we need a team. Like, what is that? And you that's like just... a big percentage of something. So it's like the main things like Nigerian, South South Asian, I'm, Italian. Thirty eight percent Nigerian. I discovered. Of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. well, my best friend went no shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like we all. Yeah. 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 I think the of us, I came from there. From that, all that, right down that coast, yeah. it's Ghana, Nigeria, and um, Mali, Benin, yeah. Togo, all yeah. of that. Yeah, we basically. had some all of that in there. One of the things about Champion that I loved is what you're really good at, Candice, is really, for me, it's like showing worlds that I recognise so deeply, properly, fully, mm. that genuinely and generally I've never seen on screen or in books. Yes. It's like, you know, if I'd grown up reading about girls like Queenie, I'd have felt a lot better, that's for sure. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Just recognise. <laughs> recognition, I guess, is what I'm talking about. But are there people 
that you look to, to for inspiration for things like people who created dramas or like we love um this is us yeah and there's a guy is, is he mm -hmm. called dan fogelman i think yes we call him folks well like, oh, yeah. what would folks Friend do of the fat well, yeah, <laughs> never met him we just call him folks what would folks do what but folks just do? because like, we think he's an ultimate story storyteller mm -hmm. and he and he's got this incredible way of threading sto the stories of life throughout that sort of episodically without confusing you bringing you back and forth it's really time. complicated but it's clear but at it's, the same time yeah. is there anyone that like really inspires you like that do you know what? i really like the real life and so like i like i like love succession because it's just kind of like i like that sort of like we're in the room with these people and there's not been obviously there's been like editing all of that stuff but it feels like we're just kind of like watching this family at work yeah. and i love family stuff and i love like family deception and interplay like Ooh, i think that's really really fun do you know what i mean <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> like, yeah. but also like i want to see people that has kind of watched everything as i've grown up like tv is one of my like it raised me in that classic mm. way of just being like I've watched something and I've like taken something on from that. And I remember being young and being really aware that there weren't a lot of black faces on our screens. Mm. And so I would just obviously watch American stuff. And so I think I quite like high drama because I'm so sort of American in my storytelling because of yeah. how I grew up and because of what I've seen. And so I think the Amer like Shonda Rhimes, like Grey's Anatomy, incredible. Had to stop watching it because it was just too sad. And I was just like kept crying. Breaking, kept breaking every, my heart. Every single episode. Like it was just like the trauma was so high. Mm. But also like Scandal. Do you know oh, what I mean? Like see, Scandal, I that was the one that just like really got me going. So I never did like, Scandal. I got right into Scandal. But then I, yeah. you know, sometimes like you get like four series in and then you drop off. Yeah, I think I, I did like that. dropped off with Scandal. Something happened and I and I sort of didn't pick Stay up. Stay true next to Grey's though, didn't you? Stay <laughs> true <laughs> to Grey's. Nothing can break that bond. I will yeah. also say Michaela Cole has yes. done incredible things for TV that I'm yes. always going to be very grateful for. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I love how in Chewing Gum she was just so funny. Yeah. I think that was, I've just, to see a black woman just be funny I mean, really, and yeah, silly. Yeah. And like even physical comedy is amazing because obviously as black women are always taught to like hold us, even physically hold ourselves properly. Yes. But she was not concerned with any yeah. of that stuff. Also, she's got that look on her face that just makes yeah. me want to laugh. But yeah. she looks all like she's time. about to do something really naughty yeah. all the time. Those eyes, I'm just like, oh my God, what's yeah. she going to do? Exactly. <laughs> and in I Made a Shree, she did a, another thing that got us. Oh I God. think she all, she's really amazing at approaching the parts of life that black women are told that we're not really meant to engage in. And I think it's that, but also she convinced TV executives to, to support her and I put mean, that on. Can you imagine like, how? That's, that's, how that's the that? thing for me. I think she's really incredibly persuasive. She's very persuasive. Yeah. And she's, um, I believe her in a pitch meeting. Do you know what I mean? You know, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's, she's kind of intellectually very nimble, isn't she? Mm. Yes. Do you know what I mean? When you hear her being interviewed, when you read things that she's written, she's a very fascinating woman. I love her. What do you think's next for you then? I mean, obviously, there's what a lot next? going on. Champion's been received well. It's really, really great. You can and make Queenie's more. coming out when? Oh, yeah, yes. Queenie's coming out soon, right? Queenie's coming out. So after this, I'm going to the edit. So it's coming out, I don't know when, but like soonish. Sooner that's, than I thought. But that's right, be in um, that edit. That's right? good. No, I like being and in so the edit. Was, hang on, so was that your first, so the Queenie TV project, was that your first telly project then? So it was, we started developing it. And then Champion came along and that got greenlit quite quickly. 
yeah. which was amazing. And then after it got greenlit, Channel 4 were like, okay, let's green like Queenie too. And I was like, oh, okay. oh my goodness. So I was just doing, for a long time, I was developing both. And then Champion just started filming first. And then they had to hold off on Queenie so I could be ready right, to, to leave Champion and come. So I just kind of picked myself up off of one project and sort of like... Palace, that's a lot. Yes, That's it was. two massive, huge life changes. You know, people yeah. dream of one of those things happening. I think the thing is, for me, it was just that like, TV wasn't the thing I ever planned to do. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, oh, okay. So it's a big adjustment with not a lot of support. Yes. Because who is going to support you on that? Do you know even, what I mean? Even now, there isn't sort of, you don't feel mm. like there's that, that support. I don't know. I think there could always be more, right? So it's like the people checking in on me, like my producer on Queenie, Lisa, gives me support on Queenie and on like Champion having come out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, it's that. So it's like, I think like the thing comes out and everyone's like, oh my God, yeah, it's really great. It's amazing. And it's like, but there's still stuff that happens and there's still stuff that you're thinking about and stuff that you're like fielding and people who are like happy or some people are unhappy. And mm. so you're like, this is a lot to do. And I just, again, was meant to just write books. On two massive series as well they're, they're, they're both yeah. huge things and with high expectation you know the people yeah. are waiting people are waiting for champion i'm yeah. waiting personally for queenie so 100%. that's a lot of expectation <laughs> just in all of her no but that's okay and i think that i like that i like being held in a high standard and mm -hmm. i try and deliver a high standard because that is important too because i don't want to get complacent and be like well they'll get what they're given do you know Ooh, what i mean no, like it's absolutely. important for me to love what I'm working yes. on and to mm -hmm. watch it and be like, yes, that bangs. Like, mm -hmm. that yeah. has to be the measure, you o know? Oprah says, be excellent, people notice. Right? Yeah. You see? Right? Yeah. Take it up here. <laughs> Oprah's, Oprah's Makita's God, by the way. I mean, fair enough. Yeah. I mentioned that, Do you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, she got me through a lot, Candice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's got a lot of us through a lot. Let's got a lot of us through a lot. But this is, I wanted to just say, though, it, it, I, I really feel what you mean by you sort of, your life gets a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. really quickly and for black women I, I i that's just made me feel a lot better about sometimes falling into the fact that why does this feel so hard and it's like because i'm doing a lot of things that i'm not i wasn't told i could do yeah, yeah. so it is hard because there's this other layer of pushing and fighting but we are all in a very powerful place right now. And it, I just want to say thank the universe for that. It's nice to be at a table with my mother and you and know that we're all flying and thriving in should our world. Should we have a little mm. cheers? A golden milk cheers? A golden yes. milk cheers? To the nectar of life. And <laughs> thank you so much for coming to our home. Thank you so much. Because I was so, I was so Thank you. Well, I'm obsessed. Today was a <laughs> massive exercise in a surrender. <laughs> you just keep surrendering. I was like, well, this day's difficult. and Because, you know, we had Ray Black cancel this morning because she's ill, poor thing. And I was like, oh, right, well, then we just don't really. And you were like, let's just have Candice around. She's just lovely, isn't she? Mm. I, I, Her energy was very much as I thought it was going to be. She's Because she's just... She's incredibly level in the way that she expresses herself, but what she's expressing is really complex and interesting and yeah. fascinating. She's got a really sort of almost like quite a dry, very witty delivery. Yeah. Like fake LA is one of the that best was... things I've ever heard. <laughs> 
She was in Baker Lane. I her bed. Her bed. It, what a fantastic. We got to stop talking. We got to stop bringing her out. I know. I know. <laughs> she's now. No one's ever going to believe her. Never going to believe she's anywhere. We like, but she is everywhere. And that's why I wanted to say that as we were sort of getting to the end of the conversation. It was like, this makes this really does fill me up to meet other people in the world that are suddenly in a powerful place yeah and what do you do with that and also understanding how much work it takes to not get not just get to that place but to stay in that place and to just be in that place me and you are working really hard at the moment mm. as well and doing incredible things but there is a lot of pressure and a lot of expectation and I think sometimes it's nice to just hear someone else go I'm also working really hard and this is what it looks like and in also, the insides of my and life also also I really I found the conversation quite thought-provoking. I really want to reread Queenie now yeah. because I love, <laughs> yeah. I love Queenie and I kind of miss her a little bit, actually, yeah. having spoken to Candice. And I also, it's just really wonderful to meet a woman who is doing all these huge, powerful exciting things which she is really it is very powerful that what, what's happening in her life and her creativity and that she in, she embarks upon it with such fastidious attention to detail yeah I really like that you know when she was talking about I think my favorite thing that she said was talking about the people on set and making sure that she wants everybody to feel like they've given everything that they can in that day and that they're reaching their potential and there's room for them to grow. Yeah. I just thought, what a brilliant human you are. And just something that's in her. She was like, that's yeah. the way I need to do it. That's yeah. the way I need to do things. But then once you meet her, you're like, of course that's the way you do of things. Of course that's the way. She, why would she? Because she just wouldn't ever not do it that moves. fully. But I'm going to use Candice as my <laughs> door to South, although she thinks maybe what I'm looking for isn't there. I think I she may be wrong. <laughs> That's not all I'm looking for. I love the parks. Sure, 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 sure. Very interesting. Green getting spaces. To park green spaces. Makita Oliver, green spaces. Correct. <laughs> now, you do love a green space. Thank you. It's and I'd true. love to explore the parks further with Candice. Yes. Is that oh, what we're calling the party, Williams? The parks. <laughs> the parks. <laughs> <laughs> so, a question for you. Oh. Are you enjoying the podcast, doing it, making it? Yeah, don't you feel like you've learned like a million things in the last few months? I'm like, oh, I didn't know about that before. What I think I'm learning is that I like the autonomy of this. I like the freedom of this. I love having people over here. Yeah. And it's interesting to kind of do something. I'm so, I tell you what I'm glad about. I'm so glad that this is what we chose to do. Next. And this is how we chose to do it. There was all of those ideas back that all felt really kind of contrived. I'm really glad that we're just doing what we do in our life. Anyway. Because it just feels really natural. Giving people food. I can't imagine doing this without cooking. I know, or without like it being here at yours. Yeah, yeah. Where would we be? In some weird studio? Oh, yeah. No. No, I think it's great. And I, the response I'm get, getting like out, because I've been away loads, as you know, obviously. But... um like people are coming up to me and sending me messages all the time just going oh my god I was going to listen to one I've listened to all six oh yeah. my god this is my favourite I like this one I like it's yeah. Sarah. I love Dead I love you know um, Steve and like different people are responding to different guests it's fun but that's the, the great thing about being able to just make something and just put it out in the world yeah because every a lot of other things we do in our life there's a lot more to it than that and this just feels very immediate yes and it feels like just good to keep giving stuff to people. 
and yeah. keep putting something out I think when we works. want and how we want. You know how we were talking about how publishing slows uh, slows one down because it moves quite slowly. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a different pace. I think this naturally suits our pace of doing things because we do it and you, it's out before you know it. Like within days, it's out. Yeah. And having something that immediate and that kind of quick turnaround, I really like that. Yeah, I'm into that pace. I'm into that place. Like, get it done, did. Get it done, did. Get it done, did. Get it done, did, though. No, and it feels good to watch it grow. I think we're just going to keep learning more and more. Yeah. It's like, stirring up is out in the world now. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think. You like? You like. We like. We like. We like. You like. (laughs) Cheers. Oh, is that you? uh, Hang on. You've got golden milk. I've got no golden milk. Mm. (laughs) Hmm. I should eat that. How did that happen? (laughs) Board one piece. It's okay, it's a puzzle. <laughs> <laughs>